Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 34, Gibbons Buddy. In this episode, JFG Ash forgets about destiny for a week. JFG Alex is loving the punishment in Bloodborne. We finally reveal the truth behind Gibbons Buddy. And oh yeah, Fallout 4 came out. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and start collecting them bottle caps. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 34. My name is Alex, and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Ash. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Hey, buddy, I'm good. I am once again full of fajitas, as is again? now a tradition. Is that Wednesday I think, thing? I think now? that's going to be Wednesday's tradition. Yeah. No, not at all. It was just by chance. There was some cheap chicken in the shop, so I bought it and. Yeah, made some fajitas out of that shit. Well, I I await with bated breath what you will have eaten next time we podcast. Because if it's fajitas again, buddy, then <laughs> it's, it's like a blow turkey, my mind. You know, in in fucking bowling, that is chicken fajitas, <laughs> turkey. <laughs> it sure is. Damn right. Crazy talk. Oh, I'm very jealous. I had a tasty carbonara though. You can't nice. say fairer than that. Like it, pastola. But yeah, um, apart from eating, I have done other things. Um, mainly played Name games. Name some of them. Main, okay. Mainly games this week. I mean, single player games, which has been interesting. Yeah, old school. How about that? I haven't thought about Destiny once, which is strange, you know. <laughs> I think uh, I've come to terms with the loss of everything, and I feel not enlightened, but you know, it's past. It will come back again, though, and I can't wait for it because it's going to be fucking ace. But yeah, mainly games, buddy. Very nice. How about you? Uh, what have I been doing? Um, it's a very good question, buddy. Uh, oh, I went to a big old fireworks display and um, a falconry display <laughs> as cool. well. At, at night, the falcons were like neoned up. So you could see. No, them. no, yeah, yeah, they're glow sticks in their beaks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> they're just flying about. Sweet. No, <clears throat> it was, um, yeah, the the place. It was is Leeds Castle, and um, no, it's not in Leeds. It's not. And not they have Leeds. a falconry centre. So I think they kind of thought, fuck it. <laughs> but obviously, the two things don't go that well together. So there was a good sort of two two and a half hour gap. Nice between the the uh, the falconry and the fireworks, and uh, it was really good. Yeah, there was all sorts of stuff there. Loads of like big street market food stalls, a big uh, lorry with a load of uh, that was doubled as like a Spitfire bar. So I had some tasty ales, had some hot cider. Oh, nice! And uh, yeah, tasty it was cool. Treats. Saw the falcons. One of the uh, one of the birds seemed a bit pissed up. He just flew into a man, <laughs> scared the shit out of him, and then he just like hit this old gentleman, um, and he just kind of 
And he was like, I don't really know what to do. He just sort of held his shoulder up a bit. Bird just sort of perched on him. Nice. And like uh, yeah, I think it was, I think that bird may was, maybe was new. I'm not sure. Who but knows? Um, certainly didn't seem to know what was what. But yeah. And no. then massive firework display. So that's what you want, buddy. Lovely. I, I did see some fireworks on, on Saturday night. And um, well, we had um, a big old one. That cost about 50 quid, I reckon. Had like a multiple shot thing. You know, the ones that go pew, pew, pew all over the place. Oh, yeah. Uh, so um, brother-in-law goes up there, lights it, comes back. Then just fucking it just exploded. This whole thing just went boom and like fucking. I did the classic thing of diving in front of my kids, you know, ultimate man points there. That's how you do, but. Saved the day, but fucking hell. Like someone was like recording it on their phone and it was just mental just seeing it just explode just in one massive kaboom. It was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was dangerous. I loved it. I'm imagining in your slow motion dive in front of your children, sort of in a sort of save the president fashion. Oh, totally. Actually, I didn't really dive, but yeah, I kind of just grabbed them and like turned my back. Um, you know, <laughs> held them in front of your face. Yeah, just held them up to protect Take myself. <laughs> yeah, good shout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that was the highlight. Uh, of that day, uh, which was good. It was funny. Well, last week it was it was actual fireworks night when we were recording the podcast, and this week it is tonight is the celebrations for the Hindu New Year. So mm. there's uh, a whole new batch of fireworks. Cool. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Someone made the point to me earlier that perhaps they decided that this is where New Year would be because fireworks are so easy to procure this time of year, but. It, <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, actually. <laughs> Base an entire religion around convenience. Yeah. It's a good shout. I like it. Well, why not? <laughs> yeah, special, buddy. That's what you want. Indeed. Um, so, yeah, I guess we should shut up and talk about some games, buddy. Yeah, and there's been a lot of games. I know. So, uh, Seriously. Yeah, let's, let's head into the well-trodden ground that is what we've been playing. Do you want to kick things off, buddy? Yeah, mate. Telltale Games. I'm all over it. Oh, for fuck's sake. S- yep, cool, buddy. Yeah, tell us all about why, it. Why do I keep playing these games? I don't, I don't know. Like I, you're, you're ill. I, you're loopy. I don't know. <laughs> Every week you've played another chapter from the yeah. incredible Telltale. <laughs> so this like, week I'm back in Tales from the Borderlands, you know. Okay. I thought, well... It was always your favourite of the series, wasn't it? Of yeah, all the so far. Ones they do. You know, I'm looking forward to their next... Thing that they're going to bring out. I mean, we did suggest Candy Crush Story Mode from Telltale Games last week. I mean, indeed, that would indeed. be good. Um, yeah, nothing to report on here. I'd just say, like, it's fucking mental that I keep playing these Telltale games. But yeah, um, other than that, it's mainly been Bloodborne this week, I must say. And uh, it's just been game of the year, buddy. <laughs> Maybe, buddy. Who knows? It's been fucking awesome. Really yeah. got into this game. I know you have. Like you're just weird though. And um 
we luckily there is a way to play this game co-op and we managed to find find out how to do it there was only like a few sections where we can't really do this it's mainly for the boss battles but we just did it to like go around and kill shit really together didn't we it's just really fun yeah it's really fun playing with a friend i didn't think it'd be that fun it feels when i first started playing it it felt kind of like a uh very much a single player thing like mm. you know getting grossed in the world and that but actually um, it's it's just as fun playing it with someone else it's just the slight ball ache of having to sort of summon them in and out when people die or when bosses are killed or whatever but all in all i think it's excellent it really is yeah definitely with like the the co-op it 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 brings in like a new like aspect of like working together like a, a, new, a new strategy or what um so like flanking and yeah exactly so like one of one, us goading the other one yeah and, exactly and the other yeah. one can like peg it around the side and get in a couple of swipes and take his like attention for a second if the other one has to heal up and things like that and it like yeah it was really cool i think i found like yeah the the boss battles actually this time last week neither of us had beaten a boss no and we hadn't. um after we finished recording the podcast, we both loaded up Bloodborne, and I finally beat that first boss. And then you did it, like, second attempt? Yeah, it's because I've got pro skills, mate. <laughs> yeah, it had absolutely nothing to do with the fact that I'd been through it 25 times and could tell you exactly what you needed to do. That was fine. I've, I've, I would have done it my first try, but I kept, like, diving in, in, into his groin, and uh, I wanted to go around him, and it wouldn't let me. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the thing that saved me that you told me about was goading those uh, beasts down into that like little hallway where they can't go through the door. The so werewolves, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you just kill them while they're at the door. I was like, ah, oh, thank fuck, because I, st- I, I still reckon I wouldn't be able to take them on now and beat them. No, I feel kind of the same. Actually, I bumped into another one of those werewolves in a similar sort of area, and he couldn't get through the door either. So literally, nice. no werewolves can get through doors no in fact. this game, which is interesting. But yeah, it's uh, obviously it's been on hold last couple of days because a certain something else came out, but um, I'm already missing it. And uh, yeah, we got through the first boss. We took down the second boss. Yeah. Uh, twice, together, once in my yeah. game, once in yours, uh, and we almost had that third one, that Vicar yeah, Amelia. Motherfucker, but, uh, that is it's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm gonna give that a go on my own at some point as well. Enjoy. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I I really like the online elements to this as well. Like, um, so your character can like leave notes lying around on the floor. Um, for instance, uh, you're coming up to a corner, someone's left a note there and it says, warning ambush. So, like, someone has let you know that when you go around that corner, somebody's going to jump at you and try and kill you. Now, the thing is, you don't know if he's telling the truth or not. You know, he could be bullshitting you and be like, yeah, nah, there's nothing. Just, like, putting you, like, even more on edge than you are. And that's the thing. I really Like, like that. I think it's that's really cool. cool. 
I went into a treasure room and there were four notes on the way in and three of them were like, safe place. The second one was like, treasure. And then the next one was like, it's a trap. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> oh, like, oh, for fuck. sake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really worried trust. now. Yeah. It's brilliant. It, but yeah, man, like the, the combat in this game is really cool. Like trying to find out how to take certain enemies down like where to dodge how many times they're going to try and strike you if you need to shoot them while they're striking you kind of thing um yes you can just go on the internet and find out what you need to know but i think we've only gone on the internet about two or three times to find certain things out i would say one was because we defeated that second boss and then we were like what we can't co-op at all and we ran around everywhere trying to find the place to do it um, but it ended up being we had to buy this key so we could unlock yeah, the an, next area it was called a special emblem or something like that which yeah. opened a gate and allowed us to continue co-oping together and as soon uh, as so we did that then boom we could get back in which was cool Loved absolutely it. Um, yeah uh, genuinely the most fun I've had I don't know if fun's the word. It's like sort of just sort of terrifying, but so rewarding. I don't know. It's It, it feels like the best thing I've played for a very long time. And mm. um, I'm rather excited about Dark Souls now, buddy. So, nah, uh, no chance. Th- there's that. <laughs> no. It's... Um, Oh, it's fantastic, and yeah. uh, still going to keep sticking with it, and we'll report back as we get further and further through that thing. Definitely, buddy. I'm up for that. So, have you played anything without me other than um, Tales from the Borderlands? Um, yeah, there was uh, a demo that's popped on the store, I think, today. Uh, the Adventure Time game. Um, oh, yeah. It's Yeah, it's terrible which is fine really uh, it's okay it kind of brings the license of the cartoon across but um, the characters look they're not very well made I must say the environments aren't that exciting it's quite narrow what sort of game is it? Um, like it's an investigating game so you have to go around talk to people find stuff and then go from there pretty much um from what i've got out of it so far um someone gets imprisoned and you're like no he shouldn't have been in prison then you have to find the evidence to like why he's not well why he's innocent kind of thing to prove it wrong kind of thing oh, okay um the combat in it, it like it, it's got some good stuff from the show like the stupidity and it is funny um in parts but like just the overall quality of the looks of the game are just poor, like uh, especially because that cartoon's got a very like unique art style to it. Like it's very striking, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's mental. I would it, call it. You know, it sucks that something's not doing it justice. Yeah, it is a bit of a shame that. And but I, I don't know if it would have been better in like you know a two D way instead of like rendering them in three D, but. I don't know. Um, I think it's like thirty-five quid on the store. So if if you do like that, if you're a big fan of the show, then yeah, probably worth a go. But obviously, 
try out the demo beforehand. You might like it, you might not, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold on it, to be honest. Been a real shortage of demos, hasn't there recently? On yeah, the store. Like, yeah well, I say recently, like ever yeah, <laughs> on PlayStation. Yeah, true. But um, <laughs> that, that's pretty much the only one that yeah I have played apart from what we have done together. Cool. Okay. Uh, and the only other one I've played without you is Indivisible, which is, is a, that that beta thing that's on there. Yeah, it's yeah. being described as a prototype because it's actually inactive Kickstarter at the moment, I think, this thing. So oh, it's wow. kind of like a proof of concept type thing. It's the first time they've done that on on PlayStation. I know Xbox has kind of been doing a sort of early access thing um, that they talked about at E3, and that's been going down very well. So I don't know if this is an attempt at uh, something like that, but this is very early doors. Like this game might not be made, and there's a beta of it on the store. So that's quite interesting. But um, yeah, um, it's well, firstly, as a proof of concept, if if this is a sort of we're you know we haven't finished making the game yet, but this is how it's going to be. Uh, it's incredibly polished, and the it looks beautiful. It looks like a sort of cartoon. It sort of looks really hand drawn. Um, so it's like a two D side scroller, but um, all of the battles are like your old school Final Fantasy battles. You know, your sort of turn based stuff. Yeah. But it's it's got more than that in that. Um, each of your characters are assigned to uh, a different face button, so your X or triangle or whatever, and they've got a sort of charge bar, and there are lines along that charge bar, and as the charge gets past each bar, that counts as an attack. So as it, it is turn-based, but also it's kind of more fluid than that, in that you can kind of attack as the bar keeps charging, okay. and then the enemies, the enemies will attack your players, and you have to time block moves. You have to push the right character's block button to block attacks from the enemy. And I... Uh, to be completely honest, I absolutely have always hated these turn-based fights that you get from from like Final Fantasy VII and Pokemon. Pokemon. I don't <laughs> like it. I've never liked it. I, I didn't grow up with those games, and I, I've never had a love for that sort of style of play. And it's always very much annoyed me. I think old Zelda games did it as well, where you transported out of an environment into another one to have a fight and you could walk three steps and you're in another fight kind of thing. And it, yeah. I've always found it very frustrating. But the way that this differs is all of these enemies are rendered in a in a 2D platforming setting. So a lot of them, you can actually jump over them in real time and not engage oh, in very the cool. fighting, which I really like. It's yeah. also got all sorts of like wall running mechanics where you can bounce from wall to wall. Um, it just gave me an axe where I can kind of grapple my way up walls. Um, yeah, I, I the, none of the things that this game does are things that I normally like from my games. Um, <laughs> and I am enjoying every single mechanic in this thing as well as the art style. And the story seems quite interesting as well. I hope this thing gets made. Uh, yeah, cool, buddy. Well, Kickstart it, buddy. Get on the bandwagon. Yeah, I probably should, shouldn't I? Put my money where my mouth is for once. So, yeah, really enjoying that. And didn't expect to. So, pleasant surprise. Uh, get, get on the PlayStation Store if you're a PS4 gamer and uh, download it. It's free. You can try it out. See what you think. Nice, buddy. I might have to give that a go. Yeah. 
if so I have time. Full. I am a bit busy at the moment, though, with yeah? other games, particularly yeah. one. So, yeah, um, probably before we get to the main event, the, the last other thing that we've been playing this week is Magicka 2. And I thought that was been... the main event, wasn't it? <laughs> no? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Shocker. But, but we've been having a great time on that thing. Really good time. Yeah, apart from you're not unlocking anything. Which is a problem, and we haven't quite worked out whether it's because I haven't got through the prologue or if it just doesn't give your partner stuff when you're co-oping with them. That would be but dumb. At, at this point in time, I'm unlocking nothing, despite the fact that I think we're actually like halfway through the game. So, yeah, I so. think we are. Um, this game is incredibly hard. <laughs> it is, but it's not hard in that... The, it's not the game that's hard, it's the mechanics that are hard, isn't it? Yeah, that's but it, it's hard in a good way. Kind of it's not the same hard as Bloodborne. Um, but no. uh, I don't know, it's, it challenges the brain because like, you're trying to think of like how to get all these different elements to work together um, whilst also trying not to kill your teammate or wizard or friend yeah or yourself yeah because that's another thing because you can cast the spells on yourself so like if you charge up your death which is one of the elements I guess death uh, and then lay it on yourself yeah you're going to lose quite a bit of health which there's all sorts here it's 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 very much designed to um back you into a corner and then make you make a mistake that seems yeah. to be the way so to do anything on this game is difficult so if you want to heal your character you need to hold L1 press triangle several, several times, times. <laughs> and then you need to hold down R1 but if you've got a shield on then you can't do that you need to turn the shield off first and to do that you hold down L1 and press circle and then press R1 then you need to hit L1 <laughs> triangle and hold down R1. Meanwhile, maybe you're trying to do some sort of spell that involves electricity, but you've just walked through a puddle and your character's a little <laughs> bit damp, you will instantly electrocute yourself if you try and use that puzzle. And then there's no... There's there's absolutely nothing in the way of friendly fire, so you, you're constantly setting your friends on fire yep. or Classic. electrocuting them or spraying them with water. <laughs> it's all just combos and button combinations and stuff that absolutely make sense and are completely intuitive, but you have to be so focused on what you're doing to not fuck it up, and that's part of the that's half the fun of it, I think, isn't it? Definitely, definitely, and yeah, it's I. Even though like the gameplay is hard but fun, but the art style and also like the comedy in this game is so fun. Absolutely it really loving is. it. There hasn't been another game this year that I've actually laughed out loud to on several occasions, but yeah. I keep laughing at this. The script's fantastic, the made up language in it as well. It's really good. It's just I yeah, I really like this game and I I had a feeling like before it came out like when we were like yeah I'm going to pre-order this kind of thing uh, it, it probably would have been worth buying back then and playing through um, but luckily we got it for free well not free but you know and I'm well happy with it 
you look at this genre as well, buddy. Like we've got uh, Hell Divers, which is the same genre as this technically. Yeah. Um, Lara Croft Lara and the Croft, Temple yeah. of Osiris. Uh, Diablo is kind of in this vein as well. These sort of isometric view, top-down co-op games, and yeah. um, I've had more fun on this one than all of the others so far. Yeah, I think so. Like <laughs> the comedy helps, uh, I think, for that. All the combinations of spells, though, I, I love that stuff. I really like it, and it makes Helldivers feel a little bit bland, a little, little bit simple yeah, to me. I know what you're saying. It's just like walk around, shoot stuff. Um, try and shoot it before it alerts others and things like that. I mean, but yeah, this is like a whole different ball game of thinking. Very cool game, and definitely, um, it's kind of become our sort of go-to. Yeah, you know, just our go-to game when we're not going for something intense <laughs> like Bloodborne. Yeah. But we say like not intense, but like we did like two hours of Bloodborne the other night together, and then we're like, oh yeah, we'll play some, you know, Magic Two to like, you know, just go through and I think like we we played it for about an hour I think I was more like on edge more after that out. hour of Magic <laughs> 2 than I was with Bloodborne we kept killing each other and feeling yeah. really bad about it it's not <laughs> good <the> <laughs> but yeah cracking game buddy right we've danced the merry dance and uh, I think it's time for the main event at this point buddy so I think it's probably time to talk about Fallout 4 Okay. Go on then. It's pretty good, isn't it? It really is. That's my uh, my review. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of been it's been interesting though, hasn't it? Like looking at um, games publications this week and um, Metacritic scores and uh, listening to podcasts has been very interesting. I think. Yeah, you're totally right because like, everyone's got such a different view over this game, like or just generally Bethesda games. You know, like there's that whole thing of they're broken, but they're massive, and there's loads of content and things like that. But you know, there's loads of bugs, and, uh, nothing works. The frame rate drops a lot here and then, but you know, it's really fun. Um, so no one knows where the fuck they sit uh, on these games. Um, which is annoying because you all you end up getting is either people loving it or hating it kind of thing. And that's the problem, I think, is that no one seems comfortable sitting in the middle of that. No. Like, no one seems to be happy saying, this game's like an 8.5 and that's fine. Like, no one seems to be happy to do that. And I think that's because... Well, two, two reasons. Firstly, Bethesda were pretty tight-lipped about the whole thing. They announced this game really late in comparison to most stuff these days and then they didn't really they didn't really milk the promotion they kind of let it sort of just ate and promote itself they released those sort of videos about various things that were going to be in there but nothing major and all of the hype it was kind of driven by consumers and the games media yeah. And and that that hype was ridiculous. There were people talking about this thing as game of the year long before they got their hands on it. And I think people were expecting something revolutionary. But Bethesda never really said that it was going to be revolutionary. Nope. They they never said that and they presumably never said that because it isn't. But that was kind of how it was hyped and then 
the game hits and it's sort of sevens and eights and some nines. It's reviewed reasonably well, but it's not reviewed like sort of game of the year, revolutionary, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. And that seems to have made a lot of publications turn on the thing. And yeah. People are dicking on it, man. Like I've listened to three or four podcasts over the last couple of days, and people are shitting on this game. Like they're really giving it a kicking. I I really don't know why. Like I'm not gonna say this is the greatest thing that's ever happened in gaming. Um, the fact that I see it is like, yeah, it's Fallout Three. Like it's that base model, but they've expanded on that. They've made it bigger. And they've made it look like pretty fucking good in my eyes, unless I'm like pissed up all the time or something. No, man, that's that's something we can both agree on. Is I'm seeing across the board people complaining about the visuals, and people are either it. saying that the visuals it, either saying it doesn't look that good, or they're making excuses for it not looking that good because of how big it is. Yeah. I think um, it looks good. I think it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> I think it awesome. looks really good. I think it looks lovely. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Everyone people saying it's not a good looking game. Oh yeah, but you know, you can't have it both ways. It's a really big game. I think it looks really good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't like I was um, walking around like the, the barren forests and uh, yeah, it just started, you know, clouding over and pissing it down. I was like, this is glorious. Yeah. But, you know... I like the VAT system now, where it's like slow mo. Um, <laughs> I was I was up against some ghouls earlier, and I was uh, vatting on one of the guys shooting him in the head, and slowly this other one from behind him is just fucking pegging it at me. I'm like, oh shit, this isn't gonna go well. So like, I shoot this dude, and this other one just keeps getting closer and closer and just dives on me. Like as soon as I come out of VATS, it's just like boom right on my face. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that system, like fucking cool as fuck. That it's such a good sure game is. mechanic. Loads of people don't like it. Why? It's, I don't know. I don't know. I I really like it. Um, I really also really like that it's slow mo now rather than frozen. Yeah, it doesn't stop the game anymore. Going into vats, it it just slows it down, and you you mm. still feel under pressure at that point. You can't relax. Yeah. And, uh, well, like I said, some dude jumped on my face, buddy. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is what it is. Uh, th- there's definitely bugs and glitches. I haven't encountered anything particularly dodgy at this point, other than uh, my dog occasionally getting stuck on stairs and that sort of thing. But um, which is fine. There are there are bugs. I mean, there are glitches. That will happen. Being, in you know, real will, life. That, yeah. I mean, this is a Bethesda game, and they have made the trade-off of. We will make a massive game and you can pick up everything and you can do whatever you like. And the trade-off is we couldn't possibly QA that in a million years and there will be issues with it. And, you know, the sales will decide whether the consumer is happy with that or not. But at this point, I am. And um, I am mildly disappointed that it's not more different to Fallout 3 because that game's like seven years old now and I... I kind of expected not not a revolutionary game, but a little bit more than what I've got. I kind of expected a little bit more, and whether By a or not little I thought, bit more. Do you mean the whole fact that you can make strongholds? 
Now, I like that stuff. Yeah, I absolutely do. This is another new feature of Fallout 4. You can go into a settlement and you can scrap a lot of the houses and you can build your own houses and put your own furniture in them, a la like The Sims. You, then you can get settlers to move into those and then you can, you know, start a farm. And In my eyes, that's like brought a whole new game to Fallout because like that is pretty much Fallout Shelter. But in like yeah, a 3D world. And I world. really like that. I really do. I mean, you could see, I think there was a, a Skyrim mod that came out that, um, that that kind of did that as well. And you could see they were going in that direction. And t- if I'm completely honest, at the start of this game, I came out of the vault and then I spent an hour building a house. Yeah, so I've, I think I've racked up nearly six hours. And <laughs> yeah. I'd say about three of that is just dicking about with the houses. You know, seriously. What am I doing? I think I'm just too scared to go out and walk around. You know, I don't want to go and die. I just want to stay in my house. I think sick. what I mean by I was expecting more is I was expecting I was expecting a bit different. I was expecting things to be a little bit more different than they are. That's what I mean by it. Now, you know, it's Fallout. I loved Fallout Three, so it, it doesn't really matter that they aren't. To me and I'm loving it I'm really enjoying it I'm really enjoying exploring the wasteland I think the characters are better voiced and better written in this and I'm really intrigued by the story in a way that I kind of wasn't with Fallout 3 it was kind of everything around the main quest line that interested me in that game but I was kind of expecting things to be a little bit different a little bit more different than they are and it's very much this is very much a sequel to Fallout 3 rather than some amazing new game that does all these new things that kind of you know push gaming forwards or whatever yeah I I understand that I just I wouldn't want to be the person to try and think of how to make it better because it could go so wrong it's just a, it's a step up thing though isn't it like i thought that i mean if you look at the step up between oblivion and and skyrim you know or is <laughs> the step up between fallout 2 and fallout 3 you know yeah, these true. are these are giant leaps and the step up between fallout 3 and fallout 4 is not a giant leap it's it's sizable and it improves in almost every department i think but it's not a, it's not a giant magnificent leap forward but Putting that to bed, uh, I love this game. I'm having an amazing time with this game, and so I'm happy personally. But uh, yeah, I know a lot of too, critics buddy. aren't. Yeah, I know. Um, randomly, I'm going to say, if you did have to give this game a score, what do you reckon it would be after however many hours you've done of it? I think I've played it for about seven hours at this point, which is. Isn't really enough to score it, but this is kind of a, you know, I, I know what you're saying here. So for argument's sake, um, eight and a half, maybe a nine. Yeah, I think I'd go eight, eight and a half so far. Yeah. For me. Um, I'm looking forward to like where the story is going to go. Uh, it, it's fucking grabbed me by the balls from the get go. I mean, fuck me. What an intro. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really is. So yeah, I'm I'm already gripped into that, but then obviously I'm gonna get fucking lost in so many different sides que- uh, side quests, like fucking trying to hunt down all these drugs for this crazy lady that's in my house. Yeah, yeah. love that bird. 
<laughs> yeah, I've built a house on stilts. And, uh, <laughs> like you do. I've built like a checkpoint uh, so that you can't get into. I've put a wall all the way around my first settlement so no one can get in. Um, but that hasn't been tested yet. So whether whether a death claw could actually get over the wall or knock it down, I'm not sure at this point. I might have just wasted like 500 wood. But we will we will find out. I also love, by the way, the uh, the fact that, and this is another thing that I've heard a lot of people complaining about. But I really like the fact that all the junk you get now can be broken down in into its component parts. I love so the, that. That's so you know, awesome. You pick up a. a, a a desk fan and you get two steel yep. three screws whatever you know a bit of plastic pick up a little toy car and you get metal for that and you can you can use all that stuff it goes into your workshop which seems to be i don't think there's a limit on on how much stuff you can store there and then you can build things with all yep. of that gear and that makes it worth taking everything you know yeah. it's <laughs> Hoarding everything absolutely seems to be the way forward, and I really need to get my um, my carry weight lifted because I keep having to go. I keep having to fast travel back. To yeah, my back. Yeah, same. settlement back. all the time. But um, it'd be worth it in the end, then. Yeah, I think we'll be able to talk about it in a little bit more depth next week because we both have played it a little bit more. But um, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely loving my time with it at the moment. Gibbons, buddy, it's fucking sweet. What a game. Damn right. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. What we got this week then, buddy? We got a Fonz from Konami. Hello. This week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's all right though, because it's not—it's not about them making a video game or anything. Oh, that's of course, fine. Of course, that's it okay, wouldn't yeah. be that. No. Um, but yeah. So this is a Fonz. Konami has partnered with designer Sophie D. Oliviera Baratta to make a very special prosthetic arm. Uh, this is Konami are developing uh, a phantom limb. They're, they're describing it, lol. Um, for a an amputee from the UK called James Young, who is a massive gamer and uh, has kind of taught himself to play games kind of one-handed. One-handedly, yeah. Um, and Konami have stepped in with this designer and they are making a prosthetic arm for him. Um, he lost an arm and a leg as he was pulled between two carriages of one of London's Docklands Light Railway trains, which sounds Gosh. horrifying, that by the way. But yeah, uh, I think when Konami does something really good, you have to kind of flag it up, because it doesn't seem to happen very often. And um, yeah, true. so I am. So this is also being filmed um, for a documentary, which I think they're going to call The Phantom Limb. Uh, and you'll be able to watch that. It's due for release in January. So, nice. yeah. I mean... It's a very you know, cool move. Very cool. Isn't it? You know, yeah. big Metal Gear fan, building him a phantom limb. I like that. That's yeah. really cool. Not much more to say about it. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing 
the documentary. Um, but yeah, massive fonds to Konami of all people. Definitely, buddy. Very special. Time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. Fucking news. Number one. Number one. Amazon has launched a same-day delivery service for some of its products, including video games. This is currently only in Greater London, but uh, I presume it will spread. Um, and it made me think, kiss goodbye to Argos, because uh, <laughs> what is Argos for if if you can't go in, look at the catalogue and then walk out with something? If Amazon, if you're going to be able to order a video game in the morning on Amazon and they'll turn up with the fucking package in the afternoon, then seriously, like, wow. <laughs> what yeah, do you think of that? Pretty much goodbye to most shops then. That's the thing, isn't it? Because you look at the... I mean, I was going to say you look at their product line, but I'd probably describe it as an arsenal. <laughs> if you look at their yeah. arsenal of products, the fact that the idea that you could pop onto your your laptop or your tablet or your phone, basically wake up and go, oh, I want this today. And by the afternoon, someone will bring it to your house. Yeah, you um, could probably just go back to sleep and then wake up again and then you'll have it. Pretty much, yeah. So, I mean, I remember seeing the... It must have been a little while ago now, like a couple of years ago, but the whole Amazon thing with the, the drone <laughs> that would deliver yeah, things. I remember this, that. This seems a little more realistic. But, um, but yeah, there's quite a lot of products that are kind of... Um, are being considered or or you can are already available so if you if you're in london or sort of the greater london area then you can already make use of this and um yeah other shops amazon is coming for you yeah pretty much seems that way doesn't it yeah uh so next uh plants vs zombies 2 is now coming out on the 25th of february um this seems to be to bridge the gap left by Mirror's Edge, which was pushed back last week from February to May. So this is kind of uh, EA filling in the gaps, I think, <laughs> to some extent. But Great. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't give a shit either. <laughs> we've got we've got the first one, haven't we? The um, yeah, have we played it? No, no. Garden Warfare, isn't it? Um, yeah, I played a little bit of it. I think I it's something yeah, we could but... actually get into. It's got quite a nice horde mode and co-op play and stuff. But Maybe. whether anyone's still playing, I it mean, at this point, we've had it for about a year and haven't done that. So didn't we get that for free? Yes, it was free. How did that happen? Um, EA press conference or something or something last December. They were like, "Yeah, there's free games." It's under your chair. Yeah, it's, they're under your chair. Pick them up. <laughs> It was. I think it was free for like 24 hours or something. Yeah, that was it. It was just free for 24 hours. If you got it, you got it. If you didn't, unlucky. But, <laughs> Fair well, enough. Well, Not really. You're not missing out. It's fine. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think it's in the sale this week on the PS Store as well. Oh, well, how pertinent. I know. Well done, me. Well played. <laughs> um, next, uh, Battleborn has been delayed until May. I don't know why. 
Now we were on the closed beta for this, which is still it remains under NDA, doesn't it, buddy? Yeah, it's um, under the NDA. That you know. But uh, we well, didn't we didn't it. play it though, did we? We didn't play that game though. But we were on the beta though, weren't we? We were on the beta, but we just didn't play it. We didn't play it. No. We didn't play it. Although we were on the beta. Yeah. But to conclude, we didn't play it. No. So that's been delayed for some reason. <laughs> Next. Um, and kind of relevant because it looks a little bit like a rival game to me from a much bigger company. You mean the complete same type of game? This is your your, your first person shooter MOBA is kind yeah, of yeah, which is the the same, the same. Much. Yeah. So this is Blizzard's new shooter Overwatch. Um, it's just popped up in. Is it in beta or is it actually out on PC at this point? I don't know, buddy. Good question. I yeah, mean, we don't. If know we were a gaming podcast, we'd probably know that. But <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> I mean that's that's a good point well made. Um I'm going to go for beta. Who cares? Um I'm going to look it up. Loser. You're right buddy, it is in beta. It's coming out Q2 2016 on uh the consoles and the PC. Um, it's, is it spring Q2 or is that Q1? Um, I don't really <laughs> know how these companies do it a lot of the time. Because if they're saying, like, yeah, it's out on consoles uh, in spring, and then they say, no, it's Q2. Yeah, well, like? Wikipedia has Q1 stroke Q2, so it ah. seems like it's... They don't really know either. There's um, like fucking between January and like end of July, sometime maybe. Sometime between now and the end of time itself. Yeah, it's going to come out on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty big. I like it. If your star sign is Scorpio, then this game will be coming out in your in your birth month. Nice, I like it. Taking it there, gone for it. Anyway, yeah. So beta it is then. Overwatch is in beta at the moment on PC. It's coming out on the consoles now as well as on PC. This is from Blizzard. It's kind of a big deal, and um, it looks really interesting. And I think these games are going to just get bigger and bigger. These first-person shooter MOBA games. Um, I just think there's. There's a lot of esports money in that as well. Like it's it's big business, or at least it's going to be going forward. So definitely, yeah. Um, yeah I'd like some of that money. That'd be nice. Be alright, wouldn't mm. it? Yeah, I'm I'm not good at games though, so I think that's no. my downfall, which is a shame. We're too old anyway, buddy. We're um, it's true. Oh, <laughs> our instincts are weak. Our <laughs> reflexes are dulled. The force um, is not strong. Anymore. It isn't. It yeah. isn't. Bloodborne has proven that. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely. But yeah, this game looks looks cool. I like the art style, like cartoony, but not um, cell shaded. Yeah, it's got the look of a game that you would expect to be cell shaded. That's kind of where people would go with it. Yeah, but Blizzard haven't, and I, no. I respect that. Um, I don't know if we'll play it. 
if we did get it though that's the that's the only problem with a lot of these games that well are like first person shooters and stuff like we just don't play them anymore um i know destiny broke the mold because you know it's just that good though um but these like competitive multiplayers you know i, I feel like we're missing out buddy I feel like well we're maybe out. a little bit yeah i mean battlefront is something that I reckon we'll end up with at some point. And we've got granddad-friendly Rainbow Six, which is far slower-paced <laughs> and more at our level, I think. So, I do like that. That's true, and we have got that to come. Which yeah. is a nice segue into the next bit of news there. I like that. Yes, yes. Speaking of Rainbow, uh, Rainbow Six will feature a year of free DLC, including eight new operators and four new maps. Lovely. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. It's probably just like four of the original maps, like, but in night time, like they did before. That was wicked. <laughs> they was it did like do Kill that House before. or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever they want to give me, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, give you some aids, I reckon. You'd yeah. be all right with that. Indeed, indeed. And um, I'm looking forward to that game. That's going to be yeah, cool. Yeah, it looks cool. Very, very excited. Not long now, a couple of weeks. Yep, damn right. Probably our last big game of the year, I think, that we're going to buy straight off the bat. Yeah, like we went through the lists last week or whatever, and um, yeah, not. <laughs> I was going to say not much coming out, but that's bollocks. There's loads coming out, but <laughs> nothing that we really want. I must say. No, but we are we are slowly treading towards the end of this year's golden release time. We well, certainly it's are. been been fun. It's been good. Yeah. And rounding off the news with some impressive Call of Duty statistics. Uh, this is the <laughs> Black Ops 3 news. Uh, it took $550 million opening weekend, which is the biggest entertainment launch of the year. Um, Activision saying that the sales are up significantly over Ghosts and Advanced Warfare. So, um, yeah, massive launch. Reviews knocking about the seven and eight, uh, not really sort of setting the world alight kind of thing, but um, it's a Call of Duty game, isn't it? The juggernaut continues, buddy. Yeah, it keeps going and going, and I don't think it will ever stop. Are you? Ever. How are you feeling about it at this point? Are you still? Because I know you really enjoyed the beta. Are you kind of tempted at all? No, because no one will play it with me. Uh, I'd, so, I'd probably play it with you, buddy. No, you wouldn't. Shut your face. I'd play it and then I'd just shout about it for ages. Yeah, exactly. You'd play it and you'd just be like, this is shit. And I'd go back to Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, no, I'm all right. Um, it would be fun to have like a quick paced shooter, like a run and gun. Um, but yeah, like I said, um, like I said about the other shooters, like Overwatch and stuff, I just don't think... We'll, we'll play it because we don't play shooters anymore. It's proper thing, um, competitively. Obviously, it's it's completely like reduced the price of the previous games. I saw Advanced Warfare for like twelve pounds the other day. Um, that could be tempting. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I th I think that might be a way to do it because there's still going to be loads of people playing that game. Yeah. Um, hopefully, not like the really good ones. Hopefully, the really good people would have fucked off to the newest one. Yeah, um, you'd expect so. So we have more of a chance. Um, 
But yeah, it might be worth a go, just picking one up and like and then seeing if we can do our classic, what was it, um, Modern Warfare 2? Um, the third-person pistols, headshots only, I think it was. Which was, was a beautiful thing. Yeah, that was a true. great game. Great game. <laughs> we'll but keep yeah, an eye yeah, on the price th- of that, I shall I think we? you're right, yeah. Keep an eye on that crap. And that's the end of the news. Now it's time for golden release time. It's a steady stream, buddy. Sure is, buddy. It is a steady stream. Continues to be so. Uh, This week we have, on Xbox One and PC, uh, we have Night Squad with a K. Uh, This is free on Xbox One. It's one of their games with gold. You know, they've kind of got the stunting thing where they have one come out at the start of the month and one halfway through. Yeah, Um, I like that. So, yeah, that's out this week. We have the Borderlands Triple Pack on 360 and PS3. Uh, does that include the the Telltale's game? It does not. You know? No. Ah, they're missing out. They are missing out. <laughs> Do you think, buddy? No. Why is it only 360 and PS3? That's really weird. I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's kind of like a. Um, because we had the Handsome Jack collection, didn't we? And I think that that was kind of with the. It's got the. It was. It was. It had the next gen treatment, didn't it? Where it was kind of remastered. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd imagine this is a sort of non-remastered version of that trilogy because. Okay. They can't remaster it for the console it came out on. So. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's basically the Handsome Jack collection, but the, with the games as they were when they re- when they launched, just in a, a triple pack. Okay. Weird, but fine. Uh, we've also got the Crew Wild Run. Uh, it's technically DLC, but as I understand it, it's massive. So I thought it was worth mentioning. That's out on Xbox One. Is it on PS4. the scale of the Taken King? PC. Kind of massive. Uh, I think it is. It very much is the Crew's Taken King. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wild Run, yeah. as they desperately try and turn that game into something relevant that anyone fucking cares about. Um, Never going to happen. Probably not. No. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, we've got Hard West on PC, Mac, and Linux. Mario Tennis Ultra Smash comes out on the Wii U. That is a game coming Fucking out on ace. the Wii U this week. Um, Jesus Christ, that's as rare as the Vita. It sure is. Uh, the Vita, which gets Sword Art Online Lost Song on the Vita and PS4. And then the big one, of course, is Star Wars Battlefront on the Xbox One, PS4, and PC. That is out on the 17th of November. And... Um, massive massive excitement for that and i think we're gonna leave it for now having played the beta mainly because we've just we can't keep up buddy we're not a games publication we haven't got a free steam account and nope you know <laughs> running out of money no, yeah so, uh, we can't afford it and also i just want to play bloodborne and fallout for a bit i mean yeah, exactly who's got the time to do anything else i certainly don't so no I'm going to be playing those games for the next month until um, Siege comes out, and then that that will edge its way in, I think. I think so, and I also, I think maybe one of the reasons that I'm not so, I'm not particularly disappointed that Fallout isn't this amazing, revolutionary new experience that completely takes all of my attention is that 
actually I've got Bloodborne and Fallout to be tucking into at the same time now. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can vary it up kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. I kind of, I was worried about Bloodborne with Fallout coming out, but uh, luckily Fallout isn't quite as good as I was expecting, so I'm happy to go back (laughs) to Bloodborne. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Top five. So now it's time for the JFG top five, buddy. And this week, I thought we'd we'd look look ahead to the wonders of 2016. Uh, Can't wait. This is our top five most anticipated games of 2016. So there's plenty plenty announced lots of stuff that was kind of postponed from this year as well <laughs> yeah, lots to back choose a from bit. and um, yes I think you've got your list buddy so spill the beans okay uh, gonna start off with Firewatch mm-hmm. um, don't know why I just it looks really want to play that game yeah it does look great I just want to play it like I don't want to know anything about it I just want to play it because it looks cool Cold Whip, and like we said, that is birthday game. Can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. That's um, looks like a really interesting uh, first-person adventure game. Um, we don't know too much about it at this point. That there are videos online, we could find out more. We don't want to. I don't uh, want to. And yeah, that game can't come out soon enough. Yeah, I was so happy when I saw a release date on that game. Yeah. I was like, yes. Yeah, it's February, isn't it? February. Yes, like 10th or 12th or something. Perfect. Somewhere in time around there, which is ace. Okay, uh, next, um, fantastic studio Ubisoft are going to bring us this epic experience uh, called The Division, I believe, buddy. Um, Hopefully it won't fall flat on its face. Finally, that game is going to come out. (laughs) One day. I mean... uh, do you remember, like, we used to have a weekly thing where we would quote something from the division? It was the, the yeah, the, the division news of the week. Um, yeah. Because they kept hyping it to fuck. Um, the hype has worn out. It wore out, like, <laughs> about six, eight months ago. The game's still yeah. six months from coming out. Um, they might have jumped the gun on that, yeah, I think. And, and whether that thing is anything like what we originally saw. Um, at E3, what I think it was two, was it three E3s ago? Fuck no, so I long ago. It's, like it was just retarded. It's it's you know. kind of like the <laughs> the final remaining release to come out from Ubisoft before they learn their lesson. And yeah, uh, totally. As such, it will be very interesting. But I I still remember seeing the very first trailer for that thing and being so excited. And yes. Uh, <laughs> I was at fucking uni when they announced that thing. <laughs> so mental, yeah, it? ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, Halo Wars Two. Massive fan of the original, like best ever, like RTS on a console. Can't beat it. Uh, obviously, I'll be playing it on a PC this time, so we'll see how that goes. See how, see how it compares to like the big boys. Um, 
But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I never thought they were going to make another one of them, but fucking awesome. Well, cool. We loved Halo Love Wars. It. Um, I th- it will be interesting, actually, because the fact that that's coming out on Windows 10, or that's what you're going to be playing it on. Um, yep. One of the big, big things about Halo Wars was the fact that it was an RTS that on worked well on the console. It wasn't just an yeah. RTS on console, but it worked well on the console. And as such, it had zero competition because there were no other good exactly. RTSs. But if it's coming out on Windows 10, you know, that's quite quite a broad field. You know, there's plenty of yeah. rivals there. So it'd be very interesting to see. It has to be a good game. It will have to actually be a genuinely good strategy game rather than being able to rest on its laurels safe in the knowledge that it has no competition on its platform. So True. I I loved that first game and very it's exciting. Nice. Hopefully it come out on Mac, buddy, at some point. Nah, I doubt it. Probably not. No. <laughs> um next game is Rise of the Tomb Raider, even though it's already out, but I can't play it yet because I don't have an Xbox One. Uh, so I'll get that on PC or PS4, maybe both, who knows, we'll see. I loved the reboot or remake of uh, Tomb Raider. Um, the graphics just blew me away, like the whole environment was just so different to like the cartoony Lara Crofts that we were kind of used to, like uh, especially like the last few on the 360 that came out. And yeah, it was just a breath of fresh air for that franchise to make it like, not like, oh, gorier and darker, that kind of thing. But, you know, gorier and darker (laughs) (laughs) in a way. (laughs) Looks great. Um, It's reviewing eights and nines across the board on the Xbox. Um, Yeah, I'm really looking forward to playing this as well. Uh, I've got to wait a year for it to come out on PS4. But that's okay. I don't mind that. That's fine. It's fine. They'll probably like have like an HD HD remaster of it by then as well. Yeah, so probably. So we'll get better graphics. <laughs> probably. <laughs> It'll probably run better as well on the PS4. But you know, yeah. that will happen. So what's your last finally, game of the top I five? I know, you, you don't know what this is. It's another stellar game from, uh, from Ubisoft. And that is Watch Dogs 2. No. Um, it will be <laughs> Ghost Recon Wildlands, buddy. Ooh, controversial. Oh, that game's going to be fucking awesome. Open world with your buddies, fucking shooting dudes. It's going to be sweet. It looks amazing, but I don't think it will come out next year. Even though they've said it will come out next year. I'm convinced yeah, that that's a 2017. Then that's what they they put it on. So that's what we're saying. Oh yeah, no, so no, fair play, it. fair play to you. I'm not saying, <laughs> but I. But yeah, I totally agree with you. That's totally like a 2017. Like, that thing's not coming out next year. But but they, no. <laughs> as far as far as we know, it is. They've said it is. Yep. So. <laughs> so it's allowed. And then next year, I can be like, yep. I'm still looking forward to Ghost Recon Wildlands. <laughs> yeah. The year after that, we'll be like, well, the fucking hype trains really died down for that Wildlands. I think they really blew their load too soon with that thing. <laughs> yeah, buddy. That will happen. Indeed. Right, so I guess that's, that's my five. It's a strong, strong five. It's a very strong five, buddy. Firewatch, The Division, Halo Wars 2, Rise of the Tomb Raider, 
and Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah. What about you then, buddy? Come on. I could read them for you if you want. No, you're good. Uh, so I'll get my first one out of the way that's the same as yours. This is, interestingly enough, the only game that crosses over between our lists. Definitely. Um, and that is The Division. Uh, I, I'm i still... I'm still... <laughs> Still flying the flag for the division after all these it's gonna years. It's going to be amazing. I'm still hoping that that thing comes out and lives up to expectations. It it probably won't. In fact, I'm going to I'm going to say it definitely won't. <laughs> but <laughs> it's going to be shite. It probably will be shite. But it's going to fall flat on its face. I'm sticking with it, buddy. The division. That's my first one. Yep. Uh, next, Dishonored Two. Uh, I absolutely, I was really late to the party with the original Dishonored on PC. I actually played it on the PC that you sent down to me when you replaced your one with a, a bigger and better one. Um, Beast. Famous, famous PC Bertha, which you had to turn on and leave sitting on the BIOS screen for an hour so it somehow <laughs> warmed warm up. up. And then once you actually... up the uh, motherboard, I reckon, and, you know, then it was all good. Yeah. Once it booted into Windows, then everything was fine. Like once it was warmed yep. up, then it, it was per- it was a perfect PC. But mm. uh, that's where I experienced. It was good in the summer. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I experienced Skyrim PC and uh, and yeah, Dishonored, which I loved. I thought it was a, a fantastic game. Um, I, I spent a lot of time with it, so I wasn't too interested in the remaster that's recently come out. No. Nah. I certainly yeah. am very interested in Dishonored 2. So that's on my list. I um, got... I'm trying to think how far I got in Dishonored. I got to a point on it, and I just stopped playing it. I don't know why. Is that like the Mirror's Edge thing? Like I get to a point... No, with Mirror's Edge, I just got stuck, and I couldn't get any further because I'm really dumb. But with this, I don't know. I I found it annoying the fact like I'd be trying to stealth it so much, and then when I alerted one guy, I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" And I don't know. I it kind of annoyed me a bit that. I think a lot of people were kind of put off by the fact that the the blink power kind of was all encompassing. It almost ruined the level design sometimes. The mm. blink, and there there seems to be certain areas of that game where unless you basically, it, if anyone doesn't hasn't played. Uh, dishonored then the blink ability was basically you teleported Teleport. yeah, yeah teleported where wherever you needed to go like 10 feet in front of you or whatever um and it's it kind of ruins the stealth for anyone who didn't want to use that power i think so yeah, it kind of clang on it, it clung on to that a little bit too much i think the blink thing it'd be interesting to see what yeah. they do with that in the new one but yeah I mean, if you're going to buy it, then I'll definitely play it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give it. <laughs> so that's my second one. Uh, next, Uncharted 4. No surprises there. I, I'm i really looking forward to that game. I, I saw uh, Paris Games Week. They showed off a little bit of the multiplayer, and uh, it had a sort of Last of Us kind of vibe to it, but a little bit more arcadey. I think that could be really fun as well. But I'm just really yeah. looking forward to going through that campaign. And this is the first time I'll be playing an Uncharted game at release without having to listen to loads of people tell me how good it is for years before I finally get the chance <laughs> to play. I'm not going to be streaming this one on PS Now, so that's going to be good as well. And um, yeah. 
it, yeah, I mean, the trailer they showed off at E3 this year um, with the driving sequence and everything, it, I, I can't wait. So excited for that thing. It's like, you know, big action blockbuster. So, yeah. Very cool game. There's not really much else more to say. No, I think most people kind of know about it already. And um, probably most people know whether they're going to like it or not at this point. I'm True. pretty sure I will. So uh, that's my number three. Next one, uh, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. Uh, I'm not a fan of their pre-order policies, but I'm certainly looking forward to the game because I was a massive fan of Deus Ex Human Revolution. I got that on 360. Uh, I played all the way through that thing twice, and I really liked the story. I really liked the environments, the art style, and um, this looks like a really cool cool game in the franchise um yeah i'm really looking forward to this game yeah gibbons buddy i think uh, i haven't got as much love for you uh, as for it as you do something like that um but yeah man it, it looks cool um i did like um what was it human bloody blah it was a cool game but once again i got to a point and then just moved on to something new probably skyrim again that's fair enough, buddy. I liked it. When I first picked up that Human Revolution, I, I thought that it was so clunky. It felt really weird like to play. Mm. The mechanics were very strange. By the end of it, it felt really fluid. So it was one of those where I think it's kind of a little bit weirdly designed and you kind of get used to it over time. Yeah, you learn your way kind of thing. It'll be interesting to see if this, uh, if that applies to this as well. But either way, I, yeah. I'm really excited about that. Cool, buddy. Uh, and... Finally, uh, on my list, and probably the most controversial <laughs> of my five choices, um, I could never have imagined how much joy I would get out of Bloodborne. Um, I am loving Bloodborne, absolutely loving it. I'm, I'm pumping hour after hour into it. I'm convinced I will complete this game, even though it's definitely the hardest game on the console by some distance. And for those reasons, I am suddenly very, very interested in Dark Souls 3. No, you're mistaken. I, I, I just can't help but think that I'm going to want more Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3 is on the way and... Yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited about that. I, I have never played a Dark Souls game, and um, I've heard the differences between Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Demon's Souls, um, and Bloodborne. Um, but I can't help but think that, you know, the Bloodborne is the last game they'll have made before Dark Souls 3. I expect them to implement a lot of the mechanics from Bloodborne into Dark Souls 3, especially given that Dark Souls 2 was seemingly quite divisive among fans of those games. So I, I think it's one to really look out for, and, and I'm, very, I'm suddenly very excited about this. And I said, man, before I bought Bloodborne, or, or when I did before I'd played it, I said I was excited about what that could do for me in terms of opening up a new genre almost for me. Uh, yeah. And for that reason, I'm suddenly very excited about a game that I couldn't have given a fuck about a month ago. So <laughs> that will you happen. can see where I'm coming from, can't you? Definitely, buddy. I know you played Dark Souls 2 and, and so you've played Dark Souls 2. How, what's the difference between Dark Souls 2 and Bloodborne? 
everything. In what way, though? <laughs> <laughs> in all the senses. Um, the environment is just different. The um, the combat is kind of the same, but different. I mean, like the, the dodging thing, that's the same. But the whole shielded aspect uh, compared to the gun, completely different. Um, the way it's set out, it's not... I didn't find it as, like, an exploration game. A lot game. of people say Dark Souls 2 is very linear, and the first one wasn't. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see yeah. where they go with the that's, third one. That's one of the things I do like about Bloodborne is, like, there, there's an area, find your way around it, see what shit's about in there. Like, I love that. I mean, that's why I'm going to play Fallout so much, because I will just walk around and find random shit. Like, I found um, some, like... Uh, water pump the other day um, and I followed the cable from the water pump and then there was something there so I had to go back turn off the water pump go back and then I could open the door and get whatever was inside kind of thing that's cool and yeah it's just like little things like that that I really like in like these big games but um, yeah I don't know Um, I'm gonna hold out on Dark Souls obviously until it comes out because I can't play it before that but um, when it comes out I don't know we'll, we'll have to see what is being said about it and if it is anything like Bloodborne then yeah I'll go for it buddy It'd be sweet yeah cool I like that cool so yeah so there's my list The Division Dishonored 2 Dark Souls 3 Uncharted 4 and Deus Ex Mankind Divided it's a lot of D's yeah and a lot of single player stuff as well Weirdo. I know. It seems to be happening recently, but um, there's room for those as well, buddy. Yeah, true, buddy. Of course there is. I didn't say fucking Destiny 2, did I? Fucking scrap it. Get rid of my entire five, Destiny 2. <laughs> Neither of us mentioned That's Destiny it. 2. It hasn't kind of, It hasn't been announced. We don't know anything about it. No, it hasn't been announced. I mean, but that's, we presume that's there's going to be now. a Destiny 2 next sort of September, October time. But with absolutely zero information about it, I couldn't have put it in my list at this point. But Yeah, same. But if that was the case, yeah, Scrapple 5, just have that Yeah, one. I agree with that's you. It. I mean... From the, the way that that game, no, the way that that game morphed from the original to the Taken King, the amount that they've clearly learnt about what yeah. makes a good fucking video game there, um, I am mecha excited about Destiny 2. And, and if that thing comes out next year, then um, yeah, <laughs> that'll be in there. It's going to be sweet. And now it's time for Many Moons Ago. Many Moons Ago. So this time round, we are going back to the 18th of November 1997, which saw the release of Aidos's Tomb Raider 2. Aidos and Core Design made this game. Um, it was my Christmas present <laughs> that year Classic. from my uncle yeah. uh, uh, and one of the very few times that I played a game on Christmas Day uh, this was on PC that I had this and uh, yeah I, I don't tend to I know a lot of people at Christmas uh, when they're kids and stuff they get a new game and they, they go and sort of hide themselves away for hours 
playing a game on Christmas Day, uh, I would never have got away with doing that in my house. <laughs> so, um, but I do remember loading this up on Christmas Day and playing it for an hour or so with various family members coming up to watch as I showed off the amazing graphics of Level 2 Venice to them. That was beautiful. I mean... This game just looked so good. I was amazed at the time. <laughs> I know at the time, but like if you look at it now, it's like fucking yeah. hell. But this is why 3D games like from back then just don't hold up to the test of time. Yeah. It's such a shame. It's true. It's true. But even even with all its limitations, I mean, I was a huge fan of the Tomb Raider games. I, I had, I think, I had all of them. Um, I even liked Last Revelation, despite the fact that that was a very bland game. Um, I think 3 mm. was probably my favourite because it had a, a whole different selection of environments. This was a selection of 3D games where you had to do stuff like uh, sidestep backwards to line up jump. So it was like platforming on a, on a track, and if you deviated from the squares that you were sort of jumping to and from... You know, there was no sort of analogness there at all. It was very grid-based, you know. <laughs> very few polygons, cliff faces that looked like triangles. And um, But I still think that the, the mood that it kind of created was kind of foreboding and the... I still think the locations were very interesting. This this one, Tomb Raider 2, of course, they kind of branched out. The Venice level sticks in my mind. You actually got to drive a speedboat, uh, which controlled appallingly badly, but, you know, <laughs> the benefits of doing that, you know, jump in the water, find the key. The puzzles, people forget how difficult these games were. Like, the, the puzzles in this yeah. thing is really hard. I mean, I was... What, 12, 13 when this thing came out, I had to use a guide for a great deal of this thing because I'd get stuck every 20 minutes. I had no idea what I was doing, but for some reason that made me like it even more. I don't know why, but uh, what's your history with the Tomb Raider games? I know you love the reboot, but did you play through many of the old ones? Um, They came out because it was one of the first things that came out on the original PlayStation, I think, at the time. Um, and I never really got into the originals that much. I remember playing uh, Tomb Raider 2 at a mate's house and mainly all I did was, you know, make her drown so she'd make that, like, filthy noise that she made. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that was always a good one. Um, <laughs> you could get all sorts of but, nude uh, mods back in the day, buddy. Yeah, unfortunately not on the PlayStation. <laughs> I missed out there. What a shame. I mean, pixelated boobies are the it's best. It's true. It's so true. But yeah, it's it was uh, for its time, great game. Like, um, but I don't know. I just couldn't because like I was so used to Mario on the N sixty four, and this just felt like, especially with because it was on like on a D pad on the PS two uh, PS one, um, so rigid. Whereas I was used to the glorious three-pronged attack of the n64 controller you know and it, that, that was the main thing and i brought it up before how like the clunky controls i i just i could i couldn't get on i mean with that it. would have been analog um, uh, mario 64 for you wouldn't it or uh, <coughs> it would have seemed analog with the the stick yeah it was early i mean i i played tomb raider 2 on mouse and keyboard back in the day um 
Yeah. So I'm I'm guessing that was probably a bit nicer. I don't. It know. wasn't. It wasn't. Obviously, the all of the movement inputs were digital. Um, this was yeah. kind of before strafing was a thing as well. So you were literally using the uh, the cursor yeah. buttons rather than yeah. like WASD, which is yeah, you, mm. strange looking back. But uh, I know it's weird, isn't it? I just remember loving this thing, and, and graphically at the time, I thought it was amazing. Um, yeah, totally. It hasn't aged well at all. Um, no, they never do. And the new games, you look where it's kind of gone. Uh, I quite I quite like where it's gone. I think they're still trying to capture the mood that was kind of created in those first games. I think it's... I think it's... It's a nice sort of thing. It's... It's showing the old games in a nice light, you know. It's trying to capture the spirit of them. And, um... I like that, but yeah, uh, I loved these games, and yeah, with man. all their clunkiness. For the franchise to survive, like, what, 20 years or something now? I mean, that's, you know, you've made something good that there, is, yeah, surely. Yeah, no, that's true, that is something. So yeah, there you go, 18th of November, 1997, Tomb Raider 2. Uh, I played it for the first time on the 25th of December, 1997, <laughs> uh, and had a crack in time. Nice, buddy. And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. What's he got for us this week, buddy? He's um, he's got some questions, buddy. He's got some questions Ooh. for us. Uh, questions. So, firstly, from Funk this week, we have new Fallout has the face build thing in it. I've always hated it because it never looks like you, so you may as well just make a stupid one. How can it be done better? Like FIFA and Vegas using webcams, etc. It's got to be better. So I think he's a bit pissed off that there are... I don't know if he's annoyed at the lack of options there, or... I can kind of see where he's coming from in that respect. Like, it's it's not necessarily as customizable as I remember stuff like Skyrim being. But are you? what do you think? Like, do you prefer it back in the day when you could sort of take a photo of your own face? Or, I can't remember what the EA Sports thing's called, where they let you import your face. Yeah, I can't remember that. That, was that never looked that good. I still think the best face ever in a game where I, where I transported my own face in was Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Like, prop, <laughs> yeah, it, other than the fact that for some reason I had blue hair, it looked exactly like me. And Yeah, it was a picture of your face. It yeah. Great. I mean, mine even had my like plugs that I've got in my ears in on mm. Vegas. I mean, that's awesome. It did. It did. Well, it, good. That was the kind of the. You can't beat a photo, I guess. That's kind of the answer, but yeah, it seems weird though. Um, like, I don't know. Like, I haven't really looked at like other games. I know like is like M- one of the NBA games does it and stuff like that. There's still a few of them out there that do it, but obviously not enough do do it. 
Uh, I completely agree with him. It is frustrating. Like, if you want to make you and it's just, like, impossible, like in Pez, like, it's just, like, oh, fuck God, yeah, it. I'll just make pissing in the wind there, aren't you? Marauding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just make any old numpty. Um, with Fallout, I just made, like, some... I just went for handsome because that, that's pretty much me down to a yeah, T. I've got my super tan Spanish football manager Alejandro Parkiola as my Fallout character. Well, there you go. You know, you have your, your, your backups there. I've got to say, what I find the most annoying about this is Fallout has a companion app yeah. and everyone's got a phone and all phones have a camera on them. It's true. So... I think you know where I'm going. Like, why is there not an option to take a selfie, I suppose, and import that into the game? Like, if you're going to make a companion app, it seems like the perfect chance to do that. Like, I'm I'm with Funk, I'm with you. Like, I, I really like these face mapping things. And, you know, they've been in games like 10 years ago, like Tiger Woods games and stuff where you could import yeah. your face. I, I feel like that should be kind of par for the course at this point buddy should be really so, nice like it like it you know what I mean like yeah. Fallout Companion app is a thing they've pumped a load of time and effort into that give it a give it an option where you can plaster your face on someone or whatever true yeah I think like for Vegas that was like one of the main reasons I bought the Xbox Live Vision camera yeah so I could get my face on it I think you know that and Uno <laughs> You know, fucking what a game! Obviously, the um, the the PlayStation camera. I I don't know what the the sales rate is of that thing. I've got one because uh, the bun. Well, I was buying a PlayStation at launch, and uh, they were hard to come by at the time. So when a bundle became available, I bought it, and it just happened to come with the camera. I didn't buy it because I wanted the camera necessarily. And I, I have thought about it a few times, but. I haven't bought it. I haven't used it at all. The only thing I use yeah. it for is when I turn the PlayStation on, it uh, it clocks me and logs me in from my face. That's the only time I use it is, and that only That's works nice during though. the day. Like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't seem to like um, lamps. It can't understand unnatural light, so <laughs> it's not the best. Oh well, but yeah, what a shame. Uh, next from Funk, he says, Last week's Christmas question, I actually meant Christmas games, i.e. games that are Christmas-themed. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any of those, by the way. Um, so I'm not even going to try and answer this question. Can you think of any Christmas games? I mean, a S- South Park. South Park? It's not, though, is it? They just live somewhere that's snowy. Stick of Truth Santa. isn't Christmassy, is it? No, not Stick of Truth. One of like the old N64 ones. I don't know what it was about. Yeah. Turkeys and shit. I don't think any devs are interested right, I've got in... It. It's uh, GTA when it snows. Yeah, I mean, that's the closest you're going to get here because I don't think any developer wants to commit to a season um, or no. commit to a, a celebration because it will feel stupid the rest of the year and that product then doesn't become... It's very sellable, but certainly things like um, online games being modded for Christmas. Uh, I know DC Universe Online does it. That, that was probably the first example on the, the next or new gen consoles. As you said, GTA Rockstar chucked snow all over Los Santos last Christmas. That was nice. I liked that. Um, I'm sure Destiny's going to have something 
because they did for Halloween, which is a far lesser holiday as far mm. as I'm concerned. So I'm sure Destiny is going to be all snowy everywhere um, at Christmas. But in terms of actual Christmas games, uh, no, there's nothing. I can't think of anything at all. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm literally just Googling it right now, but nothing. No, nothing worth talking about. I mean, there'll be lots of little mobile games and stuff. I know the John, the new John Lewis advert has his own mobile game that you can download. Of course download. it does. Of course it does. With the, uh, the the pervert Moon Hitler staring back at the child on Earth through his telescope. Uh, <laughs> not sure what that's all I love about. It. Don't know why they thought that was a good idea. But uh, but yeah, no, not really. Can't think of anything. Nothing legitimate anyway. But uh, no. There we go. So let's round up Fugwick Corner with Funk's final little point here, which says, uh, It seems like consoles are trying to have a go at everything now. The internet is getting better. So TV apps, etc. Do you see a time when we will have casino-style gambling on the consoles for actual dollar-dollar bills? Or a time when we could play games against people for PSN credit, for instance? A time when you could potentially make a living and never leave your couch? Moon Pie. So I think he quite likes the idea, although I think some of those suggestions sound really awful. But um, yeah, what do you think? I don't like, like the gambling idea. That's bad. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, you, you can't move for these like poker ads and stuff now, like online poker apps. And uh, Did my head in. you got um, microtransactions in all your mobile games and there's microtransactions in fucking AAA releases these days as well. So... I mean, someone like Konami, if, if anyone's going to do it, it'd be them, <laughs> wouldn't it? You know, Pachinko Online totally. PS4 version or whatever. Um, I don't like the idea of, like, gambling on games consoles or whatever, but I think it's... No, the, the main thing is, like, there's no referee. Um, like, someone could be cheating. They could be using, like, a special controller or some bollocks where they have the upper hand... And that would be a big issue if I was gambling my money against his. Like, and if I win, I win the money kind of thing. I uh, That would be a massive issue. And that, that's even an issue in MLG, buddy. There you go. Yeah. Known fact. I think cheating. like poker, for example, you know, something where, you know, if, 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 if a, a really solid, resilient poker game is made for the PlayStation... Like, why wouldn't someone try and monetize that by letting you gamble properly? I think the answer is is Sony and the fact that games are still kind of considered a kid thing to a degree. Like, I just don't think that you could do it. Like, you wouldn't get away with it. Not without yeah, intense maybe. parental guidance and parental, you know, there'd have to be lots of checks. And it. I think the systems yeah. would have to be far more robust than they Definitely. than they can, than they're, they're capable of being at this point. So it's it's probably not unless you were kind of planning for that in advance of the hardware coming out. I just don't think you could do it. Like maybe the next generation of consoles, whatever they may be. But um, I certainly don't think it's something we'll see anytime soon. No, I don't think so. Do you have a question for the Justice for Gamers podcast? 
Every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on Facebook or Twitter, or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sue you out. And now it's time for questions and answers. Got any new ones this week, buddy? <laughs> well, for, firstly, uh, I just wanted to say, because um, occasionally people will comment on posts on our website. Um, it's kind of a bit of a desolate waste ground these days, but the podcast goes up there every week and there's an option to comment underneath. Uh, there was a, <laughs> got a message on there from uh, Michael Strong, um, who doesn't understand why we keep saying gibbons buddy all the time doesn't doesn't really get gibbons i think he thinks it's like a british thing that we keep saying gibbons um i, I don't think i don't know is it I, I think it's just an us thing it's definitely an us thing it's not yeah. a british thing and this is this is the danger of starting a podcast with one of your best mates is <laughs> you forget about all these in jokes these bits and bobs that are um exclusive to to you and aren't necessarily explainable to mm, other people special so yeah i think we probably want to come clean with what gibbons is all about so literally gibbons is as if we're saying it's a given so we used to say it's a given yep. as in that's true or i suppose yes <laughs> could be it's a given <laughs> yeah. and it's it's a given as in that's a given thing became it's a gibbon yeah, uh, and then and that then eventually, just for some gibbons. reason, was pluralized into gibbons. Um, <laughs> buddy being something we just call each other at all times. Yeah, so, buddy. Yeah, buddy. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so that is what we're talking about when we say gibbons. We're basically saying yes, yes, yes. Gibbons, buddy. Gibbons. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so you are enlightened, Enjoy. Uh, and. Finally, a couple of questions from PJ. Uh, one of them is eye-opening to say the least, but we'll leave that till last. Uh, PJ says, are you looking forward to a Call of Duty film coming out? Uh, that's with the news this week that Activision have launched their own sort of uh, video company style thing so they can start making movies and TV series as some of their franchises. They're kind of branching out in every direction since they yeah, they're chucked doing money everything. at King. Yeah, invest. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you looking forward to a Call of Duty film coming out? There is a big push for films based on games again. Discuss. Yeah. No. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I meant to ask you, actually, have you seen the trailer for the Warcraft movie yet? I watched a bit of it and then stopped. You weren't impressed then, I take it, because it's only two minutes long. <laughs> Um, it looks pretty impressive. The CGI looks well good, but I, I, I just think, you know, if it's anything to go by the game, it's just going to be loads of, like, fetch quests. And I'm like, I, I don't want to watch that. It's <laughs> a fair point. Uh, I'm, I'm, ex I'm interested in that thing because it's... Uh, well, I don't know, I just... It, the amount of money I'm intrigued. They... Yeah. The amount of time that's gone into it as well. Like over the years. Like that is it, isn't it kind of thing. I, I kinda of wanna see it now. I think that's the thing. And the CG looks really impressive, but also it's the director that's kind of 
caught my attention. It's Duncan Jones, who did uh, Moon and Source Code. He's also David Bowie's son. Um, strange choice. He's like a kind of more underground independent director, and the fact that he's at the helm of this thing um, yeah. makes things interesting. Like, I think... I mean, it... it Everything else about it looks like a, a giant, stupid CG 300-style summer blockbuster, and then suddenly you, you've got this person <laughs> at the helm that is... Uh, little. Yeah, and, little, and completely yeah. all about underground, like, story like you say, a good word. interest. Like, yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It's like that. that's kind of weird, and that makes me interested where I probably wouldn't be otherwise. So no, I know what you're There's saying. so much lore there, you know, you, you, you know, that's, that's a, that's a huge universe that you could blatantly make great films out of, but... Or you could upset a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, which is more likely, I think. Your choice. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. best of luck with that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Finally, this week, from PJ, he says, I have never played a Fallout game. Tell me about it and why I should care. Um, go on the internet and research that yourself. You know, you can't be asked <laughs> with him. He's, 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 he's washing his hands of you, PJ. He's not interested. But we we've explained no no I mean firstly we'd be here for way too long than I want to be talking about um, how these games are so great and where they've come from and where they've got to now and kind of thing um, I mean if you want a simple analogy uh, I know uh, PJ is a big fan of Skyrim it's Skyrim with guns in an atomic wasteland there you go there you go. Yeah. Simple. Really. Yeah. You know why you like Skyrim. It's because it's it's huge, it's vast, there's millions of quests. Yes. You can pick up everything, uh, and no one quite lo- makes a game like Bethesda. Uh, Indeed. And this is that in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. So, mm. But this time it's not just brown. Minutes, I don't know. Yeah, it's not just brown as well this time. It's got a lot more colour and interaction with the environment and stuff this time. It seems pretty cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, and you're going to want to get into that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want to go and play it. <laughs> okay, well, let's go and do that. Okay. So I think that'll about do us for episode 34 of the JFG podcast, buddy. We're racking them up. We're heading towards Christmas. We're heading yeah, towards man. some sort of Christmas special followed by some sort of Game of the Year edition. Maybe. Um, we'll see. We're knee-deep in golden release time. There's so much to play. I, I think it's been a good year so far for games, I've got to say. Yeah, it has been a good year. You're right. Um, there's been lots of games that have come out that we haven't played but you know the ones that we have we've been very picky in our judgement and I think we've picked some absolute crackers so far I think in terms of game of the year discussion um, we've probably only missed Metal Gear because you played Witcher 
um, Batman as well. Batman, I guess. Yeah, it's been kind of tarnished by the PC launch and relaunch. Yeah, and... totally. <laughs> but uh, I think also it'd be interesting, this though. But, you know. I think I st- I'm still interested in picking up The Witcher before Christmas, to be honest. I think that... Yeah, it's a good game. I enjoyed... I think I put about, like, 20 hours into that in the end on PC. Uh, so I put a fair bit into it, but... I'm just a sucker for Bethesda, buddy. You know, that 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 is the style that I like. You know, they, they do it so well. And it's refined. And, yeah, I'm just going to go back to that every time. I'm like... Um, I was going to come up with some like horrific analogy then, but I've stopped myself. So we'll probably best y- use your imagination. <laughs> Fair play. It involved hookers and everything. Okay. It's terrible. Okay. And uh, a breeze block. Nah, it's, yeah, maybe. And a pimp. And a pimp. <laughs> a pimp called Breeze Block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> let's go play some games, buddy. Indeed, buddy. Let's go do that. So, yeah. Uh, if you want to check us out, we are at www.justiceforgamers.com. You can find us at Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers. Twitter, our handle is at Justice for Gamer. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Just search Justice for Gamer. The odd stream going up here and there. Those are archived, so you can watch them after the fact. Uh, we are also on SoundCloud. Uh, the podcast goes up each week. And we're also on Google+, Plus. if that is how you choose to live your life. Thank you very much for listening. I have been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. And until next week, have a good one and goodbye. You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop us an email to contacts at justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time.